Hey everybody, it's Tony. Just a quick message before you get into this fun-filled episode. We had a little bit of an audio issue with the interview we did with the guys from West 40. Um, but it was still a good interview, but just wanted to give you a heads up. It may sound a little funny, so. But enjoy the episode. So you guys, I'm going to give you some homework this week for the podcast. Oh, God. I, I, yes, I really want you guys to come up with a dynamite carol this week. Can mm. you do that? Mm. Okay, mm. fine. No. Why? No. Why? I'm busy. Well, what are you doing at 5 o'clock after work every day? Masturbating. Well, what are you doing at 5 <laughs> 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 Welcome to another episode of Who Invited Her? We are San Diego's LGBT pop culture podcast. I am your host, Tony, and I'm here with my other host. I'm Megan. I'm Bash. And you guys, yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we're just pretty, a, yeah, yeah, we're a barrel of fun, fun today, today, guys. <laughs> yeah, we had a, last night was Miriam T's Tea Party, her Halloween show. Yes. It I'm, was super fun and exciting, but I am too old we, to be staying yeah. out there. And I, was, <laughs> I thought I was keeping it together, and I'm still feeling like shit I know, today. me too. <laughs> I'm in and, the same clothes as yesterday. <laughs> I know, that's what it is. You're wearing the same thing you were I, wearing yesterday, last night. I woke up with the like full face of makeup on. At least I took my bra off. That was good. That's but good. I full face of makeup, and I woke up, I'm like, shit. <laughs> Oh, Do God. I have my my license, my credit card? You know, you got to go through the whole checklist. Yeah. Oh my God. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good. Got up, you know, got some water, washed my face, and then went back to sleep. Oh you know, my God. Do you know what a trash box I am right now? I, my, I let my license expire. <gasps> what? I because I moved and I never got the notice from what? the DMV. Oh my God. And I forgot it's on my birthday. So I'm like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> You're like, yeah, what, well, is, what, what am I supposed do? to do? I'm well, like, that's not my fault. Fuck good news you. is, is you can go to the places that you know that are going to let you do into you the bars. <laughs> oh, I'm not even worried about that. I'm I just, have I passport am. <laughs> card and everything. That's not a big deal. Yeah. It's more that's right. driving around. So it's a good segue because um feeling gold today. <laughs> we have the creators from the hit web series, West 40s, um, going to be calling in in a bit. So super excited about that i um no i am i'm super excited for yeah, this yeah, yeah, because yeah, this is such a cute little series yeah. um how they did it it's four guys yeah and it's five guys or five guys yeah. i'm sorry and the two creators of the web series brian sloan and mark sam rosenthal are the ones gonna be calling in to talk all about the web series and how successful it's been i it blew up like they did one episode and it just like got such great response from everybody. And they have so like a crowdsource thing going. Well, to yeah, they're going, going to right? talk all about that. Yeah, okay. and I think it was very well done. Yeah, it was yeah. really, really it, well written. Right. And the acting was great. Yes. So super excited to talk to them in a couple minutes. Um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will have the guys from West 40. Hey, lovelies. You have even more options to listen to Who Invited Her, so you can always get your weekly dose of regrets. We're now available on Spotify under Podcasts, Amazon Echo by enabling the skill MyCast, the Radio Public app, and if you're in the San Diego area and you want to stay in the know on everything happening in the Hillcrest neighborhood, download the Hillcrest social app and catch the show there too. 
Whatever app you listen to us on, please make sure to subscribe. Rate us no less than five stars, leave a rave review, and tell all of your friends. Because let's face it, you're just cool like that. everybody welcome back from break on the phone right now you guys all the way from new york we have the two creators of west 40 brian sloan and mark sam rosenthal hey you guys welcome to the show hi hi hello from new york hello from new york city so we've talked about um west 40s on the podcast before because i found it on youtube by mistake it like came up randomly and i was like Oh my God, this is like amazing. It's like queer as folk, but for guys my age in their 40s. So I was like, I love this. And then, yeah, and then we reached out to you guys and um, to come on the podcast and everything and talk about it. But since then, the the pilot has like blown up. You guys got so much attention off of the series. Tell us how it came about. Um, Yeah, the series. Started, I guess, like, well, I guess almost three years ago now. We were um, kind of talking about life in your 40s in Manhattan. Mark Sam was living in Hell's Kitchen, and uh, and he came up with this idea or the kind of title of West 40s. But we kind of thought we wanted to do something that was kind of like reflective of our lives because we felt in our 40s it wasn't like a depressing time as we had been told to believe <laughs> it was actually quite, quite lively and sort of sexy too. So we yeah. kind of wanted to do something that would reflect that. And, um, and we just started kind of, you know, talking about ideas and thinking about people we knew actually other actors that we knew like um, Jeff Hiller and uh, John Andrew Morrison. And then, you know, that's sort of where this all started as this kind of like very from the ground up, uh, you know, local production. Yeah. What are the types of things we talked about? What are the, you know, scrapes that we still manage to get into? Uh, <laughs> and, um, you know, like what's a, what's a really funny take on this? Because also the neighborhood the, of Hell's Kitchen, though, the actual West 40s, you know, kind of inspired it too because. Yeah, definitely. That is a nutty place. You know, you have somewhere (laughs) two blocks away. So you have all these tourists and, you know, families coming around. They get lost. They stray a block too far. (laughs) And all of a sudden, you know, they're walking down Ninth Avenue with like the guys in short shorts and tank tops. And, um, you know, and that's February. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. It's a really funny mix. Yeah. I've, I've only been to the Eagle over there. And uh, that that was quite oh, different okay, than the yeah. one in San Diego oh, yeah. by, by a lot. So I wasn't really prepared <laughs> oh, is for that. It? Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a great neighborhood. I love it. Yeah. So for people yeah, who may not be familiar with West 40s, how would you describe the series? Like, how do you guys, like, what's its taglines and all that kind of stuff? Oh, you know, it's a midtown midlife comedy. <laughs> 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 And then the other one on the West show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's our that's our official one. But in our yeah. theme song, it's a show about sex, love, and back pain as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a 
So I show about five gay friends, and they are in their 40s, comedy, and it sort of follows their sort of misadventures as they basically come to terms with, you know, being in their 40s in this neighborhood that's very vibrant and alive. And actually, the demographic in the neighborhood keeps getting younger, but they are, you know, they're at a different stage of life now. <laughs> and, and so, you know, it follows it follows their experiences uh, adjusting. Adjusting, yeah. But always Again, I with, think a, the, with a comedic lens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the key thing for us was really giving this a comic spin because I think that's our perspective on it and that's sort of where our personalities kind of came into it. We just, you know, we just saw this stuff as very funny to us, you know, like a lot of it was just really humorous and, uh, and I felt like that's the take you never really saw on middle age. It's usually approached as like a crisis, you know, and there's definitely... <laughs> Moments of crisis, but we wanted to deal with it in a in a very like you know comedy crisis sort of way. <laughs> yeah, you kind of like you know you get old with a little help from your friends kind of way. True. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Tony and I really because <laughs> yeah. we live in a gayborhood here in San Diego. Oh, very gay. And it's like once you get in your forties, you're dead. Well, in the gay I just <laughs> like you're like dead. I just started my thirties, so yeah, you listen. just started your thirties. But, but this is definitely a neighborhood built for twenty. Oh, year God, yeah. Max. I know. <laughs> we went out Christ. last night and we're struggling today. I, I know. Like, we, oh had, we had an event last night and we went out and I was like, I am too old for this shit. <laughs> but, coming home oh, yeah, I can't. I'm like, <laughs> but, my, my one good kidney is going to fall out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Brian, what was the move? The other night, I'm talking to Brian on a, uh, the phone on a Monday night. It's like literally 930 or something. And he's like, well, I got to go now. I'm going to a movie. I'm like, on a Monday night at <laughs> <laughs> what are you crazy? No, no. I had to see Stars Born. Oh, I haven't oh, seen it Stars yet. Born. I it. Okay, I just saw that and I went to the 5 p.m. show. I did not go. <laughs> and Early I, bird special. And I'm, and I'm 35. And so I was like, no, there is no 9 30. No, no, no. Oh I am in bed by I mean, 9. I, I was impressed. I, I, I Brian put me to shame. But. Um, <laughs> But you know, there's a, a we're, we 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 do notice. Yes, we can't stay out and you know party anymore in the same way and you know recover. But uh, it's it's funny we don't feel dead walking down the street right, because yeah, exactly. there's a lot of these younger guys that are like looking at you know guys in their forties in this whole totally different way than I think I've looked at guys in their forties when I was in my twenties. I don't think I did. <laughs> yeah. The daddy effect these days is uh, very, very strong out oh, there. The force is, so is with us. I think, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's so true. What a time to be alive. I know. For, for all of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> how did, um, with the series, how did you guys get the, the cast? Cause I'm familiar with um, what Jeff Hiller because he did a show here in San Diego. He did Bright Star. Oh and yeah, he was in the original yeah. cast here in oh, San Diego. Wow. I saw that show twice, and he was so good in that show. <laughs> like, and I've seen. Oh, him he's in good other in episodes. everything. Yeah, so good. He's very talented. And he has like my favorite moment in one of my favorite moments in the series. Um, it's the part when you guys are talking about the subway and how the younger guy asks the older one of the older characters um, if he wants his seat, and all the other guys are like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he said that!" La la la. And he says, "Well, did you take the seat?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, that would totally be me." 
Yeah, I would have taken it. And I was like, oh my god, I would have totally asked that. Because <laughs> I would have taken the seat. I would have been like, my feet hurt. I need to sit down. <laughs> he, is, he is truly a star. He, he, uh, Jeff and I have been friends for, oh my God, many years, 15 or more years at this point. We met each other when we were both improvising at Upper Citizens for days. Um, and at that point, I mean, God, improv comedy was a very straight world. And I think literally he and I were the only two gay guys that were doing improv at Upright Citizens Brigade at that time. And and we so, of course, we did a two-man show together that we wrote, like a sketch comedy show. Uh, such a fun time. And, you know, we've just been friends ever since. Always wanted to do like a bigger project with him. And so, like Brian said earlier, when we started writing the show, you know, we thought of Jeff immediately and wrote his part with his voice in mind. Yeah. My other friend, John Andrew, um, who plays Franklin, the uh, also known as the heiress, the Jamaican <laughs> gallery owner, uh, <laughs> is another friend of mine of many years as well. Um, who's just such a funny, I mean... It takes a lot to crack me up on a personal level, and oh my god, I just I love to I would love to hang out with John Andrew on a desert island. He just cracks me up. <laughs> so, um, so you know, we, we wrote his part uh, obviously explicitly for him too, and then um, and then we just had these other couple of character types that we really wanted. Uh, you know, Dante, the sort of like. No. Yeah, the sexy daddy, burly daddy <laughs> type, you know. Yeah. And then this character of Luis that we were intrigued by, you know, a guy who has a you know, son from, you know, like his you know, early 20s. Um, yeah. In a sort of different phase of his life. And uh, we didn't really know, you know, we didn't have people in mind for those roles. So, you know, we we did a bunch of auditions and just feel so, so glad that we found uh, Matthew Montalongo and Dan Dominguez. To play yeah, I roles. think the, the whole cast is like, it's perfect. They, perfect. Everybody's so good in it. And I, I could totally see this like on Netflix. I'm like, yeah. why isn't this show like a Netflix show or something? Like I, there's nothing out there, oh, out I there ask, that's like that. Every night. I ask God every <laughs> night, <laughs> why is this show on? I, I know. Because <laughs> I think there's a huge audience for oh, it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, we do too. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. I like maybe it. Maybe we need to get those, maybe we need to get those uh, queer eye guys to give one of our characters a makeover and then we'll right? transition into the Netflix <laughs> world. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> If anybody else wants to give them a call. <laughs> so you guys did the um the what's it called the fur the pilot. Um, what when does yeah. episode two? I know that's coming out soon. You guys are going to be filming it, and you started the whole Kickstarter and all that. Um, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, just we just started that. Yeah. Oh, yesterday, day before. Yeah. Um, so we're you know so that's the way we funded the pilot and that's the way we're funding episodes two and three as well and so that's running over the next three and a half weeks it finishes up november 14th so you know hopefully we'll make our goal and and you know raise the money to produce the next two episodes and then you know we're going to shoot them 
in early January, and they will be ready as soon as possible after that. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we initially were just going to do the next episode, but there was so much um, demand for like more episodes yeah. that we decided to try to do two together, mm-hmm. and hopefully that will uh, you know make people even more happy when the next two come out back to back. Yeah, how has the... we have a whole season written. We have a five oh, more episodes oh, wow. in season one written. Um, just you know, it's, you know, it costs a lot to make yeah. these, so we're. <laughs> Well, is there... Yeah, we like to say we're... Oh, go on. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, we like to say we're on YouTube, but we're not exactly YouTubers uh, making a show on our laptop. You know, it's like we really are trying to produce something that's very, you know, professional and looks like a real TV show. That was always our goal from the beginning. We we didn't want to do something that looked like a quote-unquote you know, web series, which I think, right. you know, some of those shows work and some of them have like a very kind of gritty aesthetic to them. But for us, we wanted to do something that was really more of a mainstream comedy about kind of non-mainstream characters in a way. Yeah. Well, I ha- presented in a way that people, you know, would really like respond to it as like, you know, like a TV show. Well, I have to say, I mean, yeah, the production part of it is so, so good. I mean, it's, views exactly like a normal TV show. Yeah. But, um, my question is, my question (laughs) is, is, okay. So you guys are on YouTube, you're filling your, you guys are going to film this, but what's the next step, right? So do you, Mm -hmm. do you promote it to these, you know, Hulu and Netflix and logo? Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. Well, I think we're trying to get the show out on YouTube as a way of basically, you know, building an audience and kind of, showing that there is demand for this kind of material, because I think there's such a dearth of LGBT content in this area that just doesn't exist out there. But you put something like this on, which we did three months ago, and there's 170,000 people watching it. And that's just in three months. And that's with no advertising or promotion. So it just, I think what we want to do is just keep putting these out and people will see that there's really a massive audience for this kind of material. It's just an underserved audience. And, uh, and hopefully for the next season, we'll, you know, catch the eye of uh, Hulu or Netflix or somebody like that who can uh, kind of take us to the next level. But yeah, we'd like to really just um, get the show out now, kind of prove that this audience exists and then hopefully for the future, you know, find a, production company or, or network that will really take it to the next uh, next level. Yeah. And how do people find the Kickstarter? How do they, if they want to send you guys money? Oh, well, there, there is a, I guess you can just search West 40s on Kickstarter or certainly on the YouTube channel, which is just, you know, just search West 40s. Uh, there's a link directly there. Uh, actually, in several places. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's all over our YouTube page. It's all over the YouTube. You really shouldn't be able to miss it. <laughs> um, Good. See, see everybody listening. It's super easy. Go give them money so we can get season or episode one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> hey man. We're also uh, we also have uh, you know present on. We're also on YouTube or sorry on Twitter on Instagram. And also on Facebook, and it's all as West Forties. Nice. And we are posting kind of updates on those, you know, on our social media channels about 
campaign about the episodes. And actually, next week, we have our first kind of big film festival. We're playing at New Fest here in New York City. We have yeah. screenings um, next week as part of New Fest. So we're really excited oh, about that. Awesome. It's the 30th anniversary of New Fest. So um, we're going to be part of that excitement, which so is great. How did you, yeah, how like did you a lot guys, happening. How did you guys meet? Like in and start ah, working together. Oh, well, and all that's of a that. funny story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, we met. Um, well, I don't know if you've heard of a little bar called Stonewall, but it's famous yes. in New York. Ooh, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and we met there in 2001 at Amateur Script Night. Ooh, um, oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. Tripping, but oh. <laughs> at least Brian knew someone who was. I just <laughs> like strippers, so um, <laughs> I was there. Don't we all? And, I was uh, there because I had to be. My my boyfriend at the time was stripping, as was my producer on another project. So <laughs> they had had tequila shots somewhere, and they like called me. They're like, "We're stripping at Stonewall. Come over." And I was like, "Oh God, really?" <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, was, I'm already there alone. <laughs> yeah, he's there. Just, he's just there for the show. I'm there because I had to be there. <laughs> oh, it's not that I didn't enjoy the show, but <laughs> and that, that yeah, somehow I think we made just its way struck into... up a conversation. Yeah, yeah, but that yeah. made its way into the series too. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. certainly an homage to that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh man. Uh, yeah, but no, we were so yeah we we. We friended each other then, and we didn't really start writing together right away. That was a while ago. Yeah, we we just were friends and, you know, hanging out a lot. And and I think we definitely shared the same sense of humor and and got that. We used to see, I would go to see a lot of his shows, UCB or improv shows, and he would see and be involved in some of my film stuff. But we started working together, I guess, about four years ago. Is that right? Yeah, four or five years ago on another project, um, which was a TV project. And then we started this just like, I guess it was really about almost three years ago this uh, November. Wow. Right. And both of you um, separately have been working, at writing and all of that, because I know, um, Mark, you've done a lot of one-man shows in New York, right? Uh, yeah, I have. I sort of transitioned more away from doing improv and, and doing stand-up into doing longer solo shows. So I had a couple of like off-Broadway solo shows. Yes, like uh, Blanche survived Katrina and a female trailer named Desire. Uh, that was kind of like one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite titles, for sure. <laughs> and Brian, you yes, did I, the I, um, movie WTC View with what's, um, the guy from Ugly Betty. Michael Urie. Right? Uh, yeah, with yeah. Michael Urie. Yeah. yeah. He, he actually did done a one, that. He did a one man show here in San Diego not too long ago at the Globe. I remember seeing oh. him. <laughs> yeah, he was really. Was that uh, the Barbara Streisand? Yes, thing? the Barbara Streisand one. Oh, Buyer and Seller. Yes, oh, Buyer and Seller. Seller. Yeah, yeah. He was so oh, that good. That was an amazing that. show. Yeah. Yeah, that was that incredible. Yeah, but he was in your your movie WTC View, yeah. um, which I love the concept. It was about a guy who's looking for a roommate after all the stuff that happened with nine eleven. Yeah, yeah, 
we had done it originally as a play mm-hmm. here in New York at the uh, Fringe Festival, and it was Michael's first job out of Juilliard. It was like oh, wow. a month after he graduated, we cast him in the play, and then we did the play, and it went over really well, and then we um, found somebody who really loved the play who was like, oh, could you make this a movie? Because I think it's a great cast, and we were like, sure, like let's make this as a movie. So that's sort of how that that all came about. But yeah, Michael is incredible in that. And also incredible considering it's like his first job out of school, you know, like (laughs) truly, it was really kind of lucky for us that we got him because he's an extraordinary talent for sure. And he's now on Broadway. He's doing a torch song on Broadway that just started uh, this week. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a resident of Health Kitchen, so we hope to uh, kind of uh, get him into one of these episodes down the road. <laughs> he's he's not awesome. in his West 40s yet, but uh, <laughs> he's getting close. <laughs> so, uh, being, West 40s adjacent. Yeah. West so 40s West, adjacent, exactly. So for West 40s, um, for gay men in their, in their 40s, what are the biggest like stereotypes that you guys find and that you guys hopefully address <laughs> on the series? I think, for, well, one thing for me, I guess, when I was younger, I felt like turning 40 was something people talked about as if it was like, you know, basically a premature death situation, especially yeah, in terms so of sexuality. And uh, and it just, it sounded to me when I was younger, like, oh, after you turn 40, like, you know, you're just not going to have sex anymore or something. You're not going to be sexy. You're not going to be considered desirable. But I feel like, you know, for me, I almost feel it's been... It's a very different situation. I feel like that's something I really wanted the show to reflect. Because I feel like once you're in your 40s, you know more what you want in a way, too. And I think sex can be actually much better than it was <laughs> when you're in your 20s. And you have no clue what you're doing. Um, that is- and, uh, yeah, yeah. So I think that was something you know, sort of like a, a myth I wanted the show to kind of puncture a little bit. How do you think the show will relate to, like, let's say, the millennials or Gen Z and or any gay men that are not in their forties? Well, well, I don't know. They like these zaddies. I don't yeah, know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, I think it's interesting. I mean, we've got in the um, in the pilot episode, you know, a younger guy does, you know, sort of take a shine to, and um, you know gives him his number and yeah. it's kind of a little surprising moment at yeah. the mm-hmm. <laughs> spoiler surprising moment yeah. at, the end of the, at the end of the episode yeah. um and uh so yeah i think that the the, the, the main characters the are in their 40s but you know their world is made up of people of different ages and you know so i think it's fun to see the different ages of gay men interact yeah and so I think sure. there's actually plenty in the show for uh, younger gay men, too, you know? And I think I was looking, you know, at the YouTube analytics, you know, all these statistics they give you for the show. And actually, our second biggest audience after guys in their 40s is really guys in their 20s who are watching the show. That's really like the second biggest demographic that's watching the show, which was a little surprising to me at first. But then I was kind of like, well, these are people who are actually finding most of their entertainment online. So it actually made sense to me that they would really find this show almost in a way like easier or faster than maybe 
guys in their forties who are still, <laughs> right. you know, looking at stuff on their actual television, <laughs> as opposed to uh, <laughs> a younger person who's looking at everything on their phone. So, right. um, uh, so you know, I think there really is like an audience for the show in that younger demographic, oh, and I de- think definitely. Well, hopefully it opens hearts, minds, and other things, too. <laughs> like, you know, different generational relationships. So Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, well, I'm sure it'll open doing, a few other things. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're doing God's work here. That's yes, the God's line. work. The bottom line is you're doing God's the work. Bottom the, yeah, the bottom line. Yeah, I know. I got that. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> Uh, can I just move into this podcast? Oh, anytime. <laughs> this is this is actually PG. Yeah. We could get real dirty. I oh, know. Our, our oh, last episode there. was really dirty. Oh my god! Yeah, we had. We that, had I wasn't um, on that one. We had hilarious. a porn porn star on, and he told horror stories about the shoots he just did. <laughs> and we were like, "Oh wow, yeah!" And it, the one, the great, his name's Eddie Danger, and the great thing about him is he's a really good storyteller. So we were just like all captivated, and then when you thought the story wouldn't get any worse, it, it does. Worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like oh, he kept no, topping really? himself every time. We're like. Oh my God! People are gonna be. I don't incredible. know what they're gonna do when they hear this, but mm-hmm. they liked it. So. I almost crashed laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. I have to look that guy up now. Oh, yeah. he's oh yeah. He's well, he's very handsome man. Oh, he's a babe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What? Um, I have a question for you guys. Where? Where? What inspires you? Like, who are your guys's like idols? I guess you can say. Well, Dolly Parton. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> In a very general sense, yeah. In a a very general sense, she does kind of guide everything I do. Um, (laughs) I love that. Down-home folksiness. Um, We got to send her the Kickstarter link. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I love to put her as executive producer on (laughs) Dolly Parton. (laughs) So good. That would be me. We buy Dollywood. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I really hope she's listening to this. Right. <laughs> she's always my answer. Just my question when it's like, if you could have dinner with any person, alive or dead, I'm always like Dolly Parton before they even say question. <laughs> um, oh. But uh, Brian, I've got some other ones, but I want Brian to see. Oh well, I think. I mean, in terms of, you know, like the uh, other the shows, show. I think that we we really like. Uh, we're definitely. Um, Fans of Broad City was a show oh that I God. think for both of us was God, like a touchstone. Totally. Oh, and, uh, funny. Yeah. And there was also another that. show um, that was on a digital show called The Outs that was uh, yes. about uh, younger guys in Brooklyn uh-huh. in their 20s, which I thought was really amazingly well done and kind of you know made me think like, oh, so you can really do interesting, you know, very, you know, kind of almost cinematic stuff online in terms of the series and it can really really work because i thought that show was really beautifully done and really well written so i think those were for me two of the two of the shows i was looking at um as we were going you know to looking at this and i and i think too i really loved girls on hbo i just thought that show did some amazing stuff with uh with you know storytelling and also just you know life in new york it's such a new york show and i think we want to be like that 
too, in that we're a show very much about New York and very much about this part of New York and this uh, this kind of subset of, of uh, life. And, yeah, and, my other... Uh, go ahead. Uh, oh, I was just going to say, um, in the series, it's like Hell's Kitchen New York is another character. Right. In the show. That's what I liked about it. Yeah. It's like yeah, I'm really character. glad that that reads. Yeah. 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 yeah, and it's going to be... It, 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 you know, that continues really throughout the whole first season. We really have written stuff that's very specific to the neighborhood, especially the last episode of the season, I think, is really exciting. So, um, no spoilers, yeah. but, you know, it's, it's a very New York uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very theater district uh, episode. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, Difficult People. Oh, is, uh, oh yeah. good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, too and bad it, it only lasted, I think, two seasons on Hulu. Is it done? Yeah. Oh. I know. That was one of my favorite shows. <laughs> what do you guys think about all the reboots of older shows that are coming out? Like Designing Women, Murphy Brown. <laughs> they did an all-older gay male version of Golden Girls called Silver Fox. Oh, we know about oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Silver yeah. Fox. Silver yeah, Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for that one. Yeah, yeah, that sure. one sounds really great. I'm holding my pearls right now because I did you say a Designing Women reboot? Yeah, I, there's rumor that there's going to be a reboot of Designing Women. Yeah. <laughs> I which I I'm all for cuz I was like religious about that show when I was younger. <laughs> oh yeah, that show no, was I really was like, amazing. Oh, oh yeah. no, I loved it too. It was so fun sitting there like with my Republican parents while Dixie Carter did her uh, like the liberal political tirades. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> That show also had like a very, you know, sort of openly gay character without really saying it, I guess. But it was yeah. very clear, you know, what was happening. And I thought that was really groundbreaking back at that time, you know, like that they did that and they were so bold about it. Um, yeah, and that they do. And it was they, just so funny. Yeah, and they took place yeah, in the well, South, so. Yeah, yeah. Which was another yeah. thing. And they had that. an AIDS episode, too, that was really groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, no, designing women. I was at a drag show the other night, and some uh, <laughs> two drag queens did that lip sync to that scene where uh, you know they're in, in the dressing room of the pageant. And yes, the Julia lights go down that. in Georgia. It's a night. Yes, <laughs> and, the, and the whole crowd like joined in for the last line. It was a super moment. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm sure it's on YouTube. <laughs> Somebody recorded it and probably posted it. Yeah, it's probably there. You probably hear Every- me laughing loudest. I literally was. Everything in there. I, I, I haven't seen the uh, Murphy Brown reboot. Yeah, there was um, a rumor about that too. I actually tried to go to the Murphy Brown taping because they shoot it right down the street from me here in Astoria, which oh, is where really? I live. Mm. Yeah, and it was just like impossible. Like you had to get there three hours before. There were so many people lined up to go to see it that we just gave up. But um, but I did watch like the first couple episodes, and I thought it was really fun. I mean, they're definitely doing a more, a much more political show in this kind of era, uh, which it demands. But um, it's still really funny, and the characters are on that show are just you know still are just really great. You know, what do you think about um, Will and Grace? Since it's been back, and it takes place in New York. Oh my God, the new ones are really, really, really good. funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was surprised that I was like, "Oh God, it's not going to be funny like the when it first was on." But it's still hilarious. It feels yeah. way more campy yeah. than the first series. Yeah, which, which I like actually. Too, yeah, because it's just over. Yeah, 
Yeah, we had a. But, yeah. What do you think about um, the newest episodes? They have Ross. Oh, what's it? David Schwimmer. Oh, David Schwimmer. Oh, yeah. I was just texting. Yeah, you about that. and I was like, I was watching it. and I'm like, I can't get it. every time I, I see him on the thing. I I'm like, it's, it's Ross, fine, but I just keep seeing his. They should have <laughs> yeah. just written Ross into the I character because <laughs> they keep because, <laughs> because he's with Grace. A crossover. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, what about Rachel? Rachel's gonna be pissed. I know. that Ross is with Grace. I, I can't see David Schwimmer in like that sitcom New York apartment setting without that being right. Like, I just cannot remove it. It's driving me nuts. Well, I mean, if he's in that, I guess that's the next reboot. Oh, Oh, my God. Don't (laughs) No, you guys, I have a, I have a request. Let's reboot the nanny. Oh, I would love that. I can can watch old reruns of Will and Grace and the nanny, like, no tomorrow. I mean, but she doesn't need the money anymore. Didn't she, like, marry, like, a billionaire? I thought so. Yeah, and I Oh, think, in real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. something oh, crazy wow. like a Google her. exec. <laughs> well, no, and he's totally not what you would picture she would be with. Friend dresser? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, Google it. I don't want to, <laughs> you know, but no. Megan's but just making up shit. No, I swear. I swear. I swear. I swear. Because I love her. He's like, he's a billionaire and he like works at the Walmart. 7-Eleven or something like that. <laughs> oh, I swear. Bash is going to confirm it for me. I'm looking it up. <laughs> you oh, bitches. That show is really fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they will reboot it like they're rebooting everything else. But I'd watch the reboot. Of you know, I think there's like a bunch of international versions of that show. Is that right? Like, like it's been franchised yeah. into different countries. Like not, not the version we watch, but like they shot their own. Like there's like the South African version of the nanny and the oh, German wow. version. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I feel like this is right. And I feel like that she gets royalties from all of it. Uh, probably. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So her husband uh-huh. invented email. What? <laughs> Hand to God. Hand to God. So the guy who invented email is, is now married, married to, to Fran, Fran Drescher. Drescher. She's never coming out of her island like that. Is- <laughs> <laughs> she's just going to send an email. Exactly. Oh, no, my God. Said, I would not have high hopes for Nanny. I know. She's going to be like, no. Yeah. no yeah, I'm good. Not. I'm just yeah. going to take my helicopter out for, for a little trip. bit. For a span. See, yeah. this is what her husband looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one. He's um, a very um, handsome Indian man. You see? I, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> Good for her. I didn't her. know what was Good proper. for her. <laughs> that is we, amazing. We enjoy a handsome Indian man here on, uh, on West 40. Oh, actually. we do. Check out yeah. episode two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, episode two. So episode two and three should be coming out hopefully, hopefully. March. Yeah. I thought that's right? What I said. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's what we're aiming for. Um, and... Uh, that's the plan. Well, I'm excited because I'm a fan of the show, even Me though too. you only have the pilot. But it, I, we've watched it like four or five times. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. That's great that it holds up to repeated beyond. Yeah. yeah. We were watching professionals it, here. Yeah, yeah, we were watching it earlier, <laughs> and there were still parts like I still laughed at, even though it's like yeah. the sixth time you watch it. Like when um, the character... Of, of Jeff Jeff Hiller's character when he comes out and he's Ryan, trying think, to right? yeah yeah and he's trying to use the young people slang oh that was killing <laughs> me oh my god I love and that he part said, too. he says it sounded better like in my head than when he says it in person I'm like oh my god and it's all from Drag Race and it's so true. <laughs> 
so true. Yeah. So true. Oh my God. I do that too all the time, but I'm making fun of myself when I do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm um, really glad we got to talk to you guys and. Oh yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's so much fun. And everybody needs to go watch West 40s on YouTube. We will have um, the link to the YouTube episode and all of that on our social media and on our website. And we will also have the link to the Kickstarter. So our audience can hopefully throw you some money so we get um, more episodes. I want to see more episodes. Oh, yes. yes. More episodes. Yes, more episodes. It's what the world needs. You know, we have um, over 200 countries are watching West 40s. People in over 200 countries are watching the show. So it's really become like this, you know, surprise to us that people around the world are interested in it. But it's really become like this this bigger thing than we both even imagined, you know? That's got to feel amazing. Like, that you put that out there and then such a huge response to something that you're... Yeah, no, it's really... It's right. cool. We did um like we've done a couple live chats on YouTube and people are in the live chat from like Iraq and Kuwait. Wow. You know, places where you know, this kind of material is really not very yeah. available. Right. It's sometimes considered illegal. And yep. so, you know, it's it's really extraordinary to us that, that the show has that kind of a reach when you put it out on something like YouTube and that people, you know, around the world really, really enjoy it too. You know, it's just Really I hope the show takes off. Like Netflix needs to pick it up. Hulu yeah, that or would Logo. be amazing. And I'm sure with that many people like listening, yeah. somebody's probably keeping an eye on you guys. So yeah. I have one last question for you guys. What are some of your favorite gay films that you that you love? Because I've seen a lot of them out there, and most of the gay films are just really bad. <laughs> so I was wondering what you guys thought about that. Oh, for sure. They've become like very cheesy in the last 10 years. I feel like, like really like poorly produced and just very kind of like generic or something. It's it's sort of strange. I'm so like, I'm so nineties. Like remember beautiful thing. Oh my God. I used to love that movie. I don't know that one. It's so So good. One of the best. Yeah. It's so cute. You're still a millennial. Yeah. You're still a millennial. (laughs) (laughs) And Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, that oh, was one of my yeah, favorites because of the, all the music and, you know, it was such an amazing production and the visuals of that film were oh, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't forget Sling Blade. I mean, John Ritter's character was gay. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That is Sling a, Blade, that. That an is iconic gay movie. Oh, my God. I think we're going to start that because it's like um, Die Hard if it's a Christmas movie or not. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll be the question for the week. Is Sling Blade like a, uh, an a gay <laughs> iconic movie oh my God. or not? <laughs> That's oh, yeah. We should bring that up today. <laughs> Just like Die Hard, is it a Christmas movie or an action yeah. movie? <laughs> well, that is a Christmas movie. I don't right? know. Definitely a Christmas <laughs> <Yeah>. movie. <sighs> well, if you do, if you ask the question, call me up for a dial-in. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Well, I'm glad we got to talk to you guys. It's been so I know. Much thank fun. you. Yes, yes. Thank you so and much for reaching out. And for when, sure. um, the next episodes come out, you guys got to come back on and talk about them. Oh, oh we yeah, would love, love to. Yes, we would love to. That would be. <laughs> the next episode. We, um, what's that? Or, I was, 
I was just going to say the next episode is definitely a little more um, R-rated, so then we can get a little more oh, down and God. dirty with you all. Good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, finally. Sure. No, I'm kidding. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being trash bag. I know, God, you man. know. And thanks again, Brian Sloan and Mark Sam Rosenthal, for calling and chatting with us. We had so much fun. And everybody, once again, go see West 40s, um, the YouTube series. And we will have all the information on our social media and our website. Well, thanks, guys. You guys are awesome. Yeah, thank Thanks you guys so much. much. Thanks. Can't wait to listen. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Okay. You too. Bye. 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 Oh my god, they were so good, you guys. Uh, Brian and yes. Mark Sam, so Amazing. so nice guys. Um, everybody needs to go watch West Forties on YouTube. It is a great series, and I really hope like their Kickstarter takes off and it's like the show gets picked up because it's like a combo of Queers um, folk and Sex in the City. Yep. Yeah. For guy for gay men in their forties. <laughs> it's perfect. Oh man. So oh, we we're gonna talk about something very that, important. Very important. Yes. We're starting a new kind of segment, a new challenge for season two. That so we live in San Diego, and one of the main things in San Diego is Mexican food. Some of the best Mexican food, so especially good. tacos. And yeah, tacos. I think you're selling the importance short, though, because okay. like tacos in San Diego create like communal tribalism. Oh, it's so <laughs> like, true. There are Alejandro's people versus El Salud so, people mm-hmm. versus like, and it, we Obviously don't have sad people. We don't have sports here, so we <laughs> not my anymore. God, yes, our, we do. Our, our identifiers are tacos. Yeah. We ha- okay, we have goals in the Padres, but like, thank you. It's not as big but, a deal as in the other we, cities. Does anybody care? No. But you know what I mean, Megan. You, you, no, we, I'm kidding. I'm just tacos are more Megan, important. you only go for the hot boys. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. it. And, and be honest, when you go <laughs> yeah. to a Padres game, what do you do? Look, you drink day. craft beer, Stare local boys. beer, <laughs> stare up boys, and eat tacos from your local taco. True. Shop. Okay. Good point. So <laughs> totally, it, it definitely overrides. Anyway, yeah. So Bashy's going to explain how this is going to work. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. So. Speaking of sports, we're going to be kind of styling it in, mm-hmm. in that way. So it's going to be a 32 taco shop bracket. Oh, my God. I'm going to be so fat. They're loosely organized by neighborhood. So, for example, if there's two taco shops within North Park, those are roughly going to be going head to head. That's the first categorization. The second is if they kind of fall into, like, the same type of taco. Like, if it's a Mitch's Seafood versus a Blue Water taco. But... um <laughs> The neighborhoods that are going to be represented are Point Loma, Hillcrest, North Park, University Heights, PD, um, Barrio Logan, of course. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so yeah, we're going to be tasting tacos on sporadic episodes. It's going to take us a while to get yeah. through to a winner, but we're going to be eating a lot <laughs> of tacos. tacos. So yeah. what's going to happen is we're going to get the tacos. We're going to say where they're coming from, and then we're going to all taste them on air. Do our vote, which yeah. one we think is, is exactly. the best. And then that one keeps moving up and they keep in moving the bracket. Up. And then when we get to the top three, right? No, we'll we'll actually get to a top four. Four. No, it, it's a bracket. It's just yeah. like Ma- March Madness. Like we'll go to a final. Like what? there will be one taco shop against one taco shop. So for the final is where <laughs> we're gonna have 
One of our audience members in San Diego is going to be a judge. We'll bring him into the studio. Us and then us like a San Diego celebrity type job. Okay. Where we're all going to taste and then we're going to cast our votes. And this will be very educational for people in and, San Diego. Uh, and outside of San Diego. <laughs> for sure. So if you're coming to San Diego, you're going to know what taco shops to hit up. Yeah. And... Um, I'm very excited for yeah. this. And My I, hope is that we're going to have 16 tacos in front of us in episode. We'll each get to try one of four. So there will be one, two, three. There will be eight episodes where we're trying these things. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we're going to get four tacos from each of the four taco shops, and we're, we'll eliminate through to two, t- two taco shops each okay. episode. Okay. So... <sighs> Start your cardio, girls. <laughs> this is going to be It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And I love to get um, anybody who's in San Diego that's listening, weigh in on our social media yeah. as far as what is your favorite tacos in San Diego. And we'll be posting pictures as we oh, go yeah. along. The first episode, we're going to have these four. La Posta, Los Panchos, La Fuente, and Lalo's. So very Hillcrest centric. Oh, okay, God. but I have a question. What? Like to get technical, what kind of tacos? So we're going to be asking the taco shop what they think is their best. And we're going to let them know we're Doing. we're trying every taco in San Diego pretty much. So if <laughs> wow. La Posta is like our best taco. No, that's a bad example. I don't really know what La Posta does. I always get burritos from La Posta. I do too. So they have really good ones. Um, really it, it would be like if we went to um, uh, what's the one over on Park Boulevard? Um, El Sarape. So if we went to El Sarape and we're like, hey, what's your best taco? And it's- they give us the scallop one, which I think is their best. That's how they're getting judged. Oh, it's okay. El Zarape. It's El Zarape. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's going to be the taco challenge or season oh two God. taco challenge. Bash, did you do like, what is it? Um, 23andMe or, you know, where Ancestry.com. Are you like part Mexican? I've lived in San Diego my whole life. I'm yeah. Mexican by injection. Ooh. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. You know what time it is for? (laughs) 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 I'm Carol. Carol, for once in your life, shut your damn mouth. Yeah, now it's time for Carol. I look at (laughs) Bash. He's getting ready. He's getting ready. All right. Okay, okay you're going first. Carol. Yeah, tell go, us. Go, because okay. I know I know you're chomping at the bit. Go. I have two carols. Okay. Ooh. The first one is I'm not naming name. I'm not going to name names in either of these ones because I can't. Um, <laughs> but people who think that my time is more important, or people that think that their time is more important than mine, and who get mad if they try to come to with me for, with something last minute and are like, can you help me with this? And then get pissed off when I say no. For example, five o'clock on a Friday mm-hmm. is Ooh. not a good time to give me a request. No. My I day's agree. done. Bye-bye. I agree. I agree with that. Yep. So, so that's my first one. <clears throat> the second one is people who can't handle their alcohol to the point where they have to outsource their care to others. <sighs> Sorry. Okay, give an example. So I was recently at Inside Out. One of our favorite places. Yeah. I love Inside Out. In a setting that was not um, a time to act like a drunk idiot. Oh, okay. And um, 
I had to go back to Inside Out the next day to apologize for oh someone's behavior. Oh my god! Wow. And it it makes me really upset. And this isn't a gender thing because I've seen guys do it as much as girls. But when you get to the point where you're so blacked out that you have to get other people to care for you, you have a fucking problem. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So, and you and I have known somebody who's gotten in a much deeper situation oh, yes. than what I saw the other day, but. It was to the point where this person couldn't be left alone in in town because they might have gotten taken advantage of the state that they were in. What? Yeah. What is wrong with people? So somebody Come had on, to somebody had together. to make sure that they took care of them so that they didn't get hurt. Oy. What is this amateur hour? Like, I, know. I swear to God. Uh, I swear to God. Do you have a Carol? Mace? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, tailgating. Mm. Okay, but here's what? yeah. Here's we talk the thing. about driving every episode. I know. I know seriously, here's the we thing do. about that though. No, I was driving home from the movie the other night, <laughs> uh-huh. and this guy is on my ass, and I'm like, "Look, I'm and not going, in a good way. Not in a good way. <laughs> Damn it. Um, no, but he's like right on my ass, yeah. and or he or she, whatever. I don't care. And I'm going like a little above the speed limit. I'm not going like under the speed limit. If I yeah. was going under the speed limit, fine, get on my ass. I'm right there with you. But I'm going above the speed limit. We're in residential area. Like, get oh. off my shit. Yeah. And there's like a big dip in the road. So I know there's a dip. So I just purposely, I'm like, fine. I'm going the speed limit. I'm going to slow down. I don't give a shit if you hit me. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. and not that's not road rage to me. It's just more, you it know, just pisses me off. You know what I would have done? <laughs> road rage. Knowing that there was a dip. Flipped him off. No, knowing there was a dip. Because you know this road pretty well. Yeah. And this person's tailgating you because they want to speed. I would have pulled over, Um, let them go run their 60 miles an hour down a residential road. Right. And have them fuck up their car on that dip. On that dip. I know. I was just, it just, people are stupid. Just irks me. (laughs) My carol this week is a lot of stores in San Diego stop selling. Short sleeve shirts, like button down shirts. Oh my god! In October, oh, and they start selling like sweaters fall and shit. sweater stuff. We are in San Diego. It, it is eighty some degrees today. It's almost ninety. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you a. Read. And it's like, oh my god! It's eighty four degrees with twenty percent humidity yeah. right now. In October, <laughs> it's in October San Diego. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. But when you want to go, I'm like, I'm gonna go get some new clothes, whatever. Right? There should never. It's like sweaters, flannel. I'm like, do these stores realize <laughs> we can't? We, we can't do yeah. that. It's like fuck Macy's. Get it together, <laughs> Macy's. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you're totally right. right. They should never stop selling our clothes. Like we need them <laughs> all clothes. all the year. Yeah, we, every department store boutique. Whatever should always have like Summer shorts gear. and t-shirts well, always stocked. In and San I Diego. think for and rainbow us, sandals. Oh, oh, can I have a third me. Carol? No, you've had two. <laughs> oh. Yes, you're a hateful, hateful Let's bitch today. Let's, what is it? What is it? Can I na- can I name a furniture store by name or no? Is that not a good idea? Oh uh, no. Okay. There what is, does it sound like? There is a <laughs> higher end furniture store that rhymes with schmest shelm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Smash shell. I got you. Smash. Okay. I got Smash you. Shmelm. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and they are, I ordered a fucking bed in August and it still hasn't arrived. What? And I can't even get an update on the order. Um, I'm like losing it because I have guests coming in November and I can't believe this is a problem. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I would 
I'm I'm probably gonna cancel tomorrow. Like, yeah, I'm that I'm Kill Bill pissed. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? It's been two months. <laughs> All the dogs in the neighborhood are whistling right now. I can't. I, can't. I hope they're waking up Schmishmilm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, those are carols of the week. Carol, for once in your life, shut your damn mouth. Swishelm. 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 So, you guys, our click this week is going to be West 40. Yes. And we're going to have it all on the website. Everybody, again, go check out the YouTube series. It is hilarious. And thank you so much to Brian and Mark Sam for calling in. And we got to chat with them. Thank th- Such nice guys. It's so, But they're such nice guys. But it's also just so well done. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, you don't get a headache, you know, because someone's filming it from their iPhone, you know, type thing. And it's, it's all actually, shaky. Yeah, it's actually legit production. And I, you know, I appreciate that. Yeah. And I think that's like one of the things I really like about this podcast is, Tony, you keep introducing us to new art new forms stuff. and drag queens yeah. and things yes. like that. And like, it's been a fucking love fest. Like, yeah. we're just so ready to promote. Like, if we're recommending something, we really hope you guys go ahead and look at it because if you like this you'll like that yeah and i that's the one thing anything we promote on this show or people we have on we are genuine fans yes and we genuinely like like it and that's why we talk about it that's why we have them on and i wanted to give out a really quick shout out to another podcaster um hanging with maddie d i got to do his show a couple weeks ago um, and he is a podcaster here in San Diego, and he's in um, PB. But everybody should go check out his podcast. It's Hanging with Maddie D, M-A-T-T-Y-D. And follow him on Instagram. It was a lot of fun. We got into a really good discussion about just gay life and all of that and what we do here and everything. But go give him a follow. Check him out. And if there's anything out there that you, our audience members, um, think we need to know about, yeah. Let us know, Tell and us. then let and we'll get on the bandwagon. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> we, we yeah. always need new guests and everything. Oh, yeah, so. or anything interesting, any kind of story, any interesting brand, TV show, anything that that you audience members um, want us to talk about. Yeah, but yeah, email us at the gang at who invited her dot net. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. It's who invited her underscore podcast. Um, uh, we are Who Invited Her SD on Twitter and on Facebook. Yeah, and you can follow me. It's Tony underscore Baloney underscore Macaroni. I'm Say My Name underscore Bash. Megan? You just need to find me. What does that even fucking yeah. mean? Exactly. Why don't Why? you create an Instagram for okay, the podcast? Okay, can we talk about this later? No. no. Now. <laughs> Inquiring fans want to know. Yeah. Like, what's oh Megan's life? Yeah. What's Megan do? You, it, why don't, why don't for we the get most to, part. Why don't we get to know Megan? Oh, can you just shut up? <laughs> Here's the thing. For the most part, I get tagged in everything. So people That's do true. find me. So just get okay. off my shit. All right. All right, you guys. That is it for us this week. Thank you for tuning in. And today... We're going to leave you with a little lavender diamond. I don't recall. Why? Because 
I love this song and I love the band. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because you don't recall last night. I don't. Oh. <laughs> Mary, everybody. Mariam will be back next week is our big Halloween show. Um, so it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. So tune in for that and bye, you guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>